should we start? No. Too bad. Okay. Itchy. This hat is really itchy. But it's warm. Is it wool? It's not. It's hot topic. It's definitely not real wool. Oh. It's synthetic <laughs> it's wool. It's hot topic. No. It's hot topic. It's not wool. It's hot topic. <laughs> the topic that is hot. The hot topical. It's itchy as fuck. Hey. That was weird. That was a weird hey. I'm tired of just saying hi. Okay. Yeah. Hey. No more talk radio. No more soft talk radio. Like, hey, hey, girl, hey. Now you, now Hello. you say something. <laughs> I'm not cool, so I just say hi. <laughs> It's not a level of cool. It's a level of boring. Okay, I'm boring. <laughs> you are. I love you, though. Hey! So, how's things? How you doing? Sleepy. Yeah. It's a gl- sleepy kind of day. It's gloomy. It's definitely gloomy. I di- I'm in pajamas right now, but I did shower, and sh- these are not the pajamas I slept in, <laughs> so I'm technically dressed. I'm in comfy clothes, too, even though... I'm in comfy clothes, too, even though I, what did I do? Oh, I got up, and I came here. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, you had to go outside, so. Yeah. You had to put, I do have to run out later. I'm going to have to put on, like, real pants. These are semi-real pants. They're sweatpants. (laughs) They look like yoga pants. I mean, those are passable. I have Hufflepuff pajama (laughs) bottoms on. They're not passable in, like, polite society. I hate seeing grown men in pajamas when I am out doing stuff. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. When you see these grown men in pajama pants, are you at Walmart? Not all of them have been at Walmart. (laughs) One of them was at the bank. (laughs) But yes, Walmart is a big, is a big, uh, Highly populated place for that. There are a lot of interesting fashion choices in the Mart of Wall. (laughs) The Walmart near me is is pretty good most of the time. I do not. I I do not. (laughs) I like donuts. I do not go there at like three a.m. Though (laughs) is that one twenty four hours? Yes, it is. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I don't go there. I don't go there like at odd hours. I go there in the middle of the day when like grandparents and moms are of little children are shopping. So I have input, but it's probably going to make me sound like a horrible person. So I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but I don't think you have to go at 3 a.m. to see. I well, the shit I don't. Show. I don't go at like I don't know the hours that those people would be out would be like late afternoon when they just get off <laughs> and i'm not the one that said it so my conscience is clear <laughs> that's what it seems like they rolled out of bed and they're like wait i gotta get some food at walmart <laughs> hell yeah where else do you get food in the middle of the afternoon wegmans <laughs> Wegmans caters to a higher class of people. You know, I will say I drove back from, was it last week? No, it was the week before. It was before Thanksgiving. I drove back and I wanted Chinese food. 
and Wegmans is the only place I can get gluten-free Chinese food. Yeah. Most of it. Like, I can't have, like, the noodles, but, like, they use gluten-free soy sauce. Awesome. And I think some of, even some of the chicken that's breaded uses, like, a gluten-free breading. Cool. So, like, I can get, like, my, I think it's the sesame. It's been a while. I don't remember. But it, like, satisfies that craving. Yeah. And it was still fairly early. I made good time. I think it was, like, 7 o'clock I walked in. The yeah. hot bar was fucking closed. What? It was all all they had left was some fried rice. Was it like and on a Sunday? No, it was like Tuesday. Well, that's weird. I was not. I mean, I ended up getting sushi, which is fine, but I Come really wanted. Wegmans. I really wanted. Yeah, I was really bummed. They they let me down. They burnt Wegmans burned me that day. Hey, Wegmans has a college there. They should be like. I mean. Wegmans has a college. No, there's a college near that Wegmans. That's what I meant to say. But... In Canandaigua? Oh, Flick. <laughs> that, does that count as a college? That's like high school part two. I don't know. I can say that because I went there. <laughs> yeah, you, you have experience at that. I don't know. I went there for a year, and then I, I went off to real college. <laughs> real college. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, speaking of driving back from the city... I was really reminded last weekend why I don't drive on holiday weekends. Oh. So I have a PSA to all New York drivers. Or maybe just, well, also if you have a Pennsylvania or New Jersey plate, because I hate you too. (laughs) (laughs) Really anybody that's ever on any kind of public roadway in a motor vehicle at any time. (laughs) So (laughs) I had been going, so I've been working down in the city, so I've been going back and forth a lot. Yeah. Like every week. And. I'm over it, but, um, you like the drive, I've got it down. Like I, I usually, I'm pretty good. I have like all my stops mapped out. Yeah. I'm pretty, I know where I'm going to get gas. I know where I'm going to get food. I know where I'm going to stop to stretch and pee like seven different times. (laughs) But, um, and it's usually like, and I, I got really good with the timing, like when to leave and when I'm going to get in and everything. Yeah. But I haven't driven on a holiday weekend, I think since college. Yeah. And it was after Thanksgiving, so I was thinking the holiday's over, it'll be fine. <laughs> so it was Sunday, uh-huh. so everybody's coming back from their long weekend away. Yeah. And I wanted to murder everybody with my bare hands, <laughs> slowly. Um, I just want to say, if somebody's, if you're, if you're, in a 65 mile an hour zone. And for whatever reason, you decide you're going to go 50. That's fine. But then when I try to pass you, especially if you're in like a big, like souped up Ford F950 <laughs> behemoth. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fucking get angry that a little VW bug is passing you. When you're doing 50 in a 65. So this is what happens. And this happens all the time, but it was especially worse because it was so crowded. Yeah. Was these people, they drive below the speed limit. Like, whatever. Like, I'm sure it's because they're not paying attention. They're on their phone. They don't have cruise control set or whatever. I get on the highway. I set my cruise at, like, 72. Mm -hmm. And away I go. Until I come up to, like, this asshole in a fucking pickup or SUV or whatever other car it is. But a lot of times it's like a big car. Those are the guys that get mad that a little coupe is passing them. Yeah. And so I move over to pass them and then they start trying to fucking race me. Like they won't let me in front of them. Yeah. Those people are 
They're the worst. But it was like, it was constant last Sunday. And it was really pissing me off because I'm like, just, I just want to get to where I'm going. Like, yeah. just either drive like you're, you have somewhere to go mm-hmm. or get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. So, it, oh my God, it was pissing me off so fucking much. And then there's a few assholes that do this shit. And then when I'll finally give up because they'll floor it up to like 85, which I'm like, I'm not taking that speeding yeah. ticket. So good luck to you. So then I'll slow back down and then move back over to the right lane. And then they slow back down to like 50 again. Like, what the fuck is your fucking malfunction, asshole? Just fucking drive. Like, this is not a fucking game. This is not a fucking, like, race. Mm -hmm. Just fucking drive. So that shit was pissing me the fuck off. And I wanted to murder everybody. And I just wanted to put out a PSA and say, don't be that asshole. (laughs) So. Yeah. That's that. That's a good PSA. Everyone should take that to heart. I feel like there was something else, too, that pissed me off that I was going to bitch about. But that was the big one because it felt like it was just constantly just happening. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if you're on the highway and your fucking car has fucking cruise control, use your fucking cruise control. For the love of God. Because that's half the problem right there. Like, they're not paying attention, and they slow the fuck down and don't realize, and then they get mad because they're getting passed. Like, they take it personal. It's not personal, baby. Just fucking drive. Yeah, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't get why they, like, people take it personal. I don't take it personal if someone passes me. If you want to go around me, don't ride my butt. Go around me. <laughs> That's the only time I get upset if somebody passes me is if, like, because this is another thing that happens, too, is somebody will be way the fuck back for the longest time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they decide that they need to speed up and they'll floor it. And then they'll ride my ass for like five miles in the right lane (laughs) when nobody's next to me. Like that left lane is empty. Like fucking pass me if you're going to pass me. Like don't be on my ass. So anyways, drive safe, guys. Wear your (laughs) seatbelts. Click it or ticket. Don't drink and drive. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. They don't have a a fun rhyme for that one. Well, I guess there's not one for drinking and driving either. Just don't drink and drive. Yeah, but that's alliteration. It's true. I do like my alliteration. Oh, okay. So we've got a couple of things to go over. Ooh. Technology-wise. So I fixed the Twitter handle finally. Yay! Don't ask me how I did it. And I forget who told me how to do it. But thank you if you're listening. But yeah, I don't remember who told me. Um... But it was something I had, I couldn't do it on my phone. And that was what the issue was. I had to do it on the computer, Ah. which was fun because I don't remember any of my passwords because everything's like auto login. (laughs) So I'm on the computer like, what the fuck is this password? Um, But I fixed it. It is now at my fave haunting. No, no more M haunting. So that was fun. Um, Still no Facebook yet, but. We are on SoundCloud. If you don't like iTunes, I don't know why you wouldn't like iTunes, but... Well, might not be as compatible with some devices. Or not. I don't know. I have no idea. But regardless, we're posted on... So SoundCloud's kind of weird, though. Because I don't want to pay for another thing. (laughs) I don't even know what they charge. 
I probably should look into it, but they, um, they have a limit. So I posted the first three and then it took the first one off because it said I was over my limit. But now, so now only episodes two and three are posted on it, but it's <laughs> like when I log in to post a new one, it uh-huh. says you're 66 megabytes over your limit, but you're still hosting the two episodes. So am I really over my limit? I don't know. So I think I have to take one down to put a new one up. Oh. But I figured I would just, because it's coming so much later, I would just let it sit for a while. But we did get a few followers on there. Okay. And a few likes. So that was cool. And then, if so if you guys want to find it on there, you can just search it up. My favorite haunting. It'll pop right up. Um, and related to technology stuff. Oh, with the SoundCloud, um... Somebody suggested that I try um, Google Play also, uh-huh. or not Google Play, Google, well, but like it's whatever their podcast hosting thing yeah, is. Yeah, through Google. Okay. And I found a bunch of articles on how to do it, and I can find the Google podcast webpage, uh-huh. but I don't know if maybe they're like updating their... They're hosting or something, but there's absolutely nothing on the page that I can find to actually post a podcast. Hmm. And, like, so the, like, how-to articles I found all had the same instructions, and it seems really straightforward, except for when you go to the page, and then, like, the link in the article is dead. Uh-huh. But then if I physically go to the podcast page, it, like, the the option that I need just isn't there. Oh, nice. So I don't know if anybody listening who has who knows anything about Google or has a Google phone or anything like that, but if you know anything about that, then send me an email and let me know what's happening. That'd be good. How to if you know how to do it. Um, um what else did I have? Oh, the word the tangent that I was gonna go off on before the Google. Oh. <laughs> I wanna address our <laughs> lack of update schedule. So I've been doing it on Mondays. Uh-huh. Um, but if I'm home, as evidenced before we hit record, I have frontier internet. Oh, yes. You guys don't get frontier internet. Um, Spectrum's coming on Wednesday Yay. to install my new router because whenever I go down to the city, that's how I've been posting everything because frontier apparently can't handle an upload. Bad frontier. At all. And even now, like, it just went down for no reason. And, like, I can go reset the box. And chances are it still won't work until I've reset it four or five more times. And then it'll work for about a day. And then it goes down again. So, like, I'm sorry. What am I paying you? And it just went up from 79 to 85 a month. So, I'm sorry, Frontier. What do I pay you $85 a month for when my cell phone gets faster internet than the internet in my house. So when that's bad, but the funny thing is, so the first time I tried to upload it through frontier, Mm -hmm. it thought about it for eight hours. Mind you, it's right next to the router. So it's not like a a signal thing. Yeah. It thought about it for eight hours before the page timed out and booted me. (sighs) I went down to the city Mm -hmm. and signed into my cousin's spectrum Wi-Fi. Yeah. You know, that shit was uploaded in 30 seconds flat. (laughs) Like if that, Oh like, goodness. it might have been, like, 28 seconds. It was so frontier. This wow. is where we part ways. 
And um, yeah, go fuck yourself. You guys, I'm full of a lot of rage today. <laughs> I'm just annoyed. Okay, so. Is, is, is all of our offshoots done? No. <laughs> no. We're trying something new today. Oh. It's called viewer mail. Oh, yay! Viewer mail. Where we take things that viewers like you have sent us and tell everybody all about them. So, oh, there's actually there's actually two. Oh, um, we got two viewers? Well, there's actually, there's a few, but um, I'm only going to do two today. Oh, that's good because we already talked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll trim it down. It'll be fun. Or everyone just has to listen to us for 11 billion hours. Yay! Um, so my first viewer mail is an article. <laughs> it comes from Angie in Evansville, Indiana. Hi, Angie! Hi, Angie! Um, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a New York Post article. And it's titled... Woman who had sex with 20 ghosts is now engaged to a spirit. Nice. <laughs> and the subtitle. <laughs> the subtitle is, hopefully she doesn't get ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I've been ghosted. It's not fun. But this is like a whole new level of ghosting. <laughs> yeah, this is something. Um, okay, so a British woman who claims she has slept with at least 20 ghosts says she's now engaged to a poltergeist. Oh, nice. In December. Well, today's December 1st. So this must be last December. What's the date of this article? Oh, yeah. October 30th, 2018. Um, okay, her name is... Amethyst realm. Nice. I I call bullshit. <laughs> Unless her parents were like the biggest hippies. I don't think that's a real name. I apologize if it is your real name, Amethyst, but <laughs> I don't think that's your real name. Um <gasps> Oh no, she cheated on her fiance with a ghost. Oh no. And has since gone on to have supernatural affairs with at least twenty paranormal beings. Um, so there's a related article that says TV host slut shames woman who says she has sex with 20 ghosts. Like, whatever. Sex is great. Like, no slut shaming for that. But, A, you cheated on your fiancé with a ghost. And, B, you had sex with a ghost. <laughs> um, so now she says she's found true love with an apparition. Um, she said the ghost asked her to get married during a trip to celebrate their nine-month relationship at England's Wookie Hole Caves. That sounds fun. I want to go there. <laughs> um, there was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. But for the first time I heard him speak, I could actually hear his voice, and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. Um, the 30-year-old said she met her spooky match, who doesn't have a name, during a work trip to Australia in February. Can ghosts travel? Do you have, so wait, so did she have to get him a plane ticket to bring him home? <laughs> is he, is he haunting an item? Did she like steal something that he was attached to? 
It's not a proposal. It's a cry for help. Let me go. Set me free. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It, just, it, there's, it doesn't go into that much detail. Um, I'd not had a phantom fling for a while. And as I was away on business, starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind. Then one day while I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible energy. A new lover had arrived. <laughs> Sorry. I mean. Oh, God. Okay, no, but I have to read this last part. Okay. The bride-to-be added that this engagement is much more satisfying than her previous living fiancé. Sometimes I get the feeling that I'm being moved, she said. Orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way more satisfying than any I've had with any ordinary man. Um, whatever makes you happy, I guess. Um, so I don't want to sound too judgmental, but... Come on. Yeah. Come on. Um, the thing, the thing that makes me hesitant to like really make a whole lot of fun of her is, is she really crazy? Yeah. Like, does she really believe, like, clearly we believe in ghosts. Mm -hmm. Obviously. I don't think I believe that story. 20, 20. That's a lot. I mean, people who investigate don't even contact 20. And you've had relationship. Well, you've had sex with 20. She doesn't say that they were all relationships, but I don't know, man. And, and How is it that much of a meaningful relationship if you can't actually speak to them or they can't speak to you? Maybe that's the point. Like, maybe she's one of those people. She doesn't need you to talk. She just wants to talk. You know, those people that like dominate every conversation, <laughs> probably me. <laughs> and they don't like they just talk, talk, talk. Like they talk at you, not to you. Yeah. She's one of those. So she doesn't. So maybe that's why it is like the perfect relationship because she's really the only one in it. I don't know. Do you think they use, like, toys and stuff? I don't even... I Role don't even play? want to go there. <laughs> role does play? That I really want to know how that works. Does, does there even need to be role play? They're already, like, so different. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> everyone's into different things, right? I guess. <laughs> do they role play, like, the ghost hunter and the ghost? I'm really terrible. Um, no, blame Angie from Evansville. <laughs> they they just they just pretend they're those those that couple from Ghosts. Oh, with the pottery. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's got a potter wheel set up in her basement. So you know, they just like hang out down there. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh shit! But what if maybe? Maybe she's not having sex with the actual spirits. Maybe they're possessing humans. That's scary. 
Is that rape? Technically? I would think so. Right? Because the person, the, the physical person isn't giving consent. Yeah. That's That's just good. opened up like a whole bunch of like conundrums. Yes. I really want to know if she bought him a plane ticket. <laughs> That's really bugging me. Yeah, how did she follow how did he follow her back to England? Like is she, I'm assuming they're back in England. I mean, my understanding of spirits is they're generally connected to a place or a thing. Maybe it's not human. Oh, she's going to marry Satan. Do you want to summon Satan? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's terrible. You really answered me like I was asking you. No, like... <laughs> yes, and no, like... That was a creepy rendition of that song. It's a meme. Oh, it is? It's really great, yeah. <laughs> they, like, colored her eyes red. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. Um, so thank you, Angie. That was a fun... For our first viewer mail. And then we have another one. Hold on. I was so excited when I got, um, we had a, a form entry from the website. Oh. So like it's the contact us form. Yay. I got really excited. It's like, oh, somebody's actually reading the blog and like commenting on something. It's really cool. So it's from, the name says Tyler Vore, Tyler Vore. What? Yeah, is Tyler V O R, but okay. like one word, but and it has it twice, and then the e- but the email says Julius, okay. so I think you're actually Julius, and it's so the message is hey a good offers, just click on the link below to qualify. Oh, you suck! So, so I just want to take this moment to say. Julius, Tyler, Tyler Vore, whatever your name is, go fuck yourself. I'm not clicking your link. And I will delete that comment later on. But Terrible. That came when did that come through? Boo. That was yesterday. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Asshole. But like it's funny because like there's spam, but then how do they get us? Like, how did that? Come? Yeah, like, how did you find? Like, I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of like algorithm or something these tech nerds like put together to like. But I guess I feel like that takes more effort than just typing out a bazillion emails and sending it. I don't know, because like now you have to go to a website and fill out the boxes. Yeah, I kind of want to send an email back and I just be like. We shouted you out in episode five. Oh, hi. We're doing, this is, this is a podcast. Oh, yeah. My favorite haunting episode something. Six? six? Ah. <laughs> episode six. Sorry, guys. Yes. Haunted prisons. Oh, yeah. We have a theme. Yay. Theme. It's, it's, it's what was our theme again? Haunted prisons. That was the one. <laughs> Because they're such sunny, shiny, happy places. 45 hours into the podcast, we finally get down to the 
the, the, uh, the opening. Like, you know, wouldn't you like to know what you're listening to? Oh. This is just like some random The whole talking. first hour was just like bitch fest with Ames. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, the frontier thing, that directly affects everybody, right? Because yeah. it keeps you from getting your pod, so... Odd with a D. I know, but like just the way you just, I don't know, it, it sounded funny. I thought you were laughing because it sounded like I said pot. Not not exactly. It was just like, I don't know. It's <laughs> cat yoga behind you. <laughs> She's, this couch is her jungle gym. She's all over the place. So prisons. Woohoo. No, not really. Ooh, don't go to prison. Or let's go to prison. What was that movie? Right? Let's go to prison. It was. Is that what's? Uh, yeah. There's something like that. One silly. I didn't see it. I didn't either. I heard about it. <laughs> oh, was it a way? It was a Wayans, right? Maybe. I don't know. Possibly. I don't, I don't We're getting our information from ten <laughs> unreliable memories from ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know film science. Film science. That's a new one. The film science. Yay. I got to update that list on, I made a list on Twitter. I got to update oh. it. Oh. There's been a few more additions. Cool. I But I've been lazy. That's my fault. Um, So this one was your idea. You want to go first? Oh, okay. Sure. Yay. Yay. I am doing Alcatraz Island, San Francisco, California. Yeah, you are. This is fun. Okay, so some history about Alcatraz. It's about one and a half miles offshore of San Francisco, and it's 22 acres. So it was explored in 1775, where it, that's, uh, it was named Isla de los Alcatrazes. People say that means Island of the Pelicans. It does not. Uh-oh, what does it mean? It means Island of the Gannets, which is a different kind of seabird. Oh. I thought an Alcatraz was a seabird. Uh, albatross? Oh, that one. <laughs> Scuttle. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Alcatraz, albatross, whatever. Close enough. So, I don't like, know bird size. <laughs> bird size. So, like, I put it, I, like... Everything I looked up, it said, you know, Island of the Pelicans. But then I put it into Google Translate because I was trying to figure out how to, like, make sure I was pronouncing it right in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And it said the translation was Island of the Gannets. And then I had to look up what a gannet was. (laughs) Was it even close? They look similar. I, like, not... Not like pelicans are pelicans, they're very unique with that giant mm-hmm. beak thingy they have. But I mean, from far away, they kind of look similar, but I think they're different size birds. I think again, it's much smaller, different enough. That was a very nice accent, by the way. Good job. All right, so in 1849, it was sold to the U.S. government and they used it for their first lighthouse for the. California coast in 1854. Um, 1859, they put a garrison there to uh, 
for their army detachment. In 1861, it's that was the first time it was used um, for holding criminals. They were military criminals to start with. Um, housing um, prisoners of war, unlawful combatants, and different people like that. In 1907, it was officially designated a military prison. I guess it was just a detention center first. I don't know. It's been a while since I printed my information. I'm sorry. At some point, they decommissioned it. I did not write down the name or the date of when that happened. I don't know why, because I know there was a portion in time where it was not in use as a military prison, and then the um, board, is it Board of Prisons or something? The, Sounds the, like the, a thing. The federal group that runs the federal prisons they were interested in purchasing it to put a prison. And in the, as protests before this happened, three different girls on two different occasions proved that it could successfully be done to swim from Alcatraz to San Francisco. I know. Wow. I like, this was amazing. It was like, I can't. I couldn't believe it. Like they were like it was proven that it could be done before they even built the prison there. So in it was in 1933. Wait, I'm sorry. From the island to the mainland. I'll get there. Okay. I, I have it written out because the three different girls they did did three different things. I think. Okay. So um, the first girl is called Anastasia Scott, 17 years old. It took her 43 minutes to go from Alcatraz to San Francisco. Um, That was on one occasion. The other occasion was two girls were working. They both accomplished it. Uh, Doris McLeod did a round trip from San Francisco to Alcatraz and back in two hours. And then... Uh, Gloria, we're just going to call her Gloria because I'm not pronouncing that last name. Oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Can I get an initial? S, Gloria S. Gloria S. Good job, Gloria S. She went from San Francisco to Alcatraz in 57 minutes. Okay. But, like, they all, like, accomplished this. Like, it was not as difficult i mean granted they were on like a swim team or something but still they're like 17 18 year old girls Mm -hmm. grown men could accomplish this if they were determined enough i would assume i want it in so there's this show i think it was on like the science channel or nat geo but it's called um I don't know what it's actually called because it's like one of those shows where the title changes every episode depending on what they're doing. Oh, really? But the theme is like they use computers to like it's all underwater stuff and uh-huh. they drain it. So it was like drain the Titanic. Oh, Dra- yeah. Cool. Um, That was really fucking cool. But they did one for Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Or no, wait. Shit. Was it that show? 
or was it just an Alcatraz special? <laughs> Either I way. I don't remember now, but I don't want to, like, because I don't know what you have in there, so I don't want to, like, repeat. But I'll save it till the end. Okay. Um, so apparently that didn't convince anyone of anything. And they, um, in 1934, they built the first maximum, maximum security civil penitentiary. Pen? Yeah, penitentiary. Penitentiary. I feel like I, I felt like I pronounced that wrong. You said it right. On there. Alcatraz was able to house 450 convicts in cells measuring 10 by 4.5 feet. Oh. But no more than 250 prisoners occupied the island at one time. That's shorter than me. That's crazy. Like, because I'm thinking, like, I wouldn't even be able to lie down, like, across. Yeah, when I was looking up stuff in this, like, they had some pictures of tourists, like, sitting in the cells. And I was like, wow, those are, like, narrower than I thought. Like, yeah, they're tiny. They were all um, solitary cells? Yes. Okay. As far as I know. That's what they looked like. Yeah. Well, that's what they look like, but you put a bunk bed in there, I mean. Yes. Um, Alcatraz was designed to break the spirits of the most rebellious prisoners by putting them in structured, monotonous routine until their release. They were given only four basic things, food, clothing, shelter, and medical care. Anything beyond these basics had to be earned. And, of course, there was plenty of famous criminals that have spent some time at this location. Al Capone, George Machine Gun Kelly, Alvin Carpus, and Arthur Doc Barker. And, of course, there's also the Birdman of Alcatraz. Oh, the Birdman. I was just thinking about him. <laughs> Which actually, most of his Birdman stuff wasn't done on Alcatraz. It was done at the prison he was at before. I feel like I heard that. <laughs> and there was some awful conditions here. Like, the punishments, they were terrible. Um... So some of the punishments for bad behavior included hard labor, wearing a 12-pound ball, 12 ball and chain. I did not know this was an actual real thing. I thought it was, like, kind of, like, made up Cartoon. for cartoons and stuff. That's like come from somewhere, though, right? 12-pound ball and chain. And then there was lockdowns where they were kept in solitary confinement, restricted to bread and water. There were two different kinds of these lockdown cells. One was a strip cell, which was located in the lower tier of D block, which, I mean, you can look up a layout of the prison to figure out where that is, but um, they were dark steel cells where inmates would be stripped naked and given water and bread once daily, an occasional meal, and a mattress at night. Some some say that they weren't allowed that like they weren't given mattresses either, but some says they were, and there was the toilet was a hole in the cell floor, hmm. and there was no sink, and no contact with others, spending their time in pitch dark solitude. Wow. Yes, and then there is also the whole cell, 
which was similar to the strip cell, but let's see what was different. They had a toilet, a regular toilet, and a regular sink, a light bulb, and a mattress provided only at night, and they're held in isolation there up to 19 days. Yeah. It was terrible. Escape attempts. There were a total of four escape attempts by 30 different prisoners. Most were caught. Several were shot. And only a very few, like, were never found. And I think there are these famous, this famous group of three that built rafts out of raincoats. And, um, I think those were the only three that weren't accounted for. I'm not positive. Where did they get raincoats from? Because the hard labor when it rains outside. They had raincoats. Like, they, it was inmate raincoats. But first, first. <laughs> All right. Let me get comfortable here. <laughs> but, okay. But first, enough raincoats to make a raft? I guess. Well, I think it was like there was the whole like rain outfit, like the pants and the coats. Okay. The raft was quite small. Like I saw them like recreate this on Mythbusters and it was quite small. It was like literally like three three grown men could like kneel in it. Because I can't, (laughs) I can't figure out how just rain gear is enough to support like, I could see it floating on its own, but to support body weight? Like, Three men? The way the way Mythbusters did it was, like, there was this flat sheet, which was the bottom, and then they made these, like, pontoon-like things, so they blew them up with air around the edge, and it made, like, a, they made, like, a triangle. So how did they seal the holes? Um, they sealed it with... I think it was, like, something like rubber cement, something along those lines. Where did they get rubber cement from? Apparently, it was, they used all materials that were available to them at Alcatraz. I don't know. That sounds real. I can't, I don't know. I don't know. But they, like, they they found evidence of this material, like, the of these guys, like, the raft that they built. So, like. But then also. <laughs> So then they had access to the rain gear 24-7? I think one of the escapees, like, worked in the laundry or something. And oh, that's so how he they just got grabbed them. Yeah. Hmm. And, like, I think it, they, like, took one here and there over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, not obvious. Not a question that something went missing. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I didn't, like, go into the big details of the escapes and stuff. Um, so in 1963, it became, like, too expensive to keep running Alcatraz on the island, like, transporting water and food and getting rid of waste and stuff, so it was closed. 30 years. Yep. In 1964, a group of Native Americans claimed the land, citing the 1868 treaty with the Sioux allowing Indians from reservations to claim any unoccupied government land. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. That's cool. They only occupied 
Alcatraz for a few hours. Mm. A few hours? Yeah. In 1969, they, um, a, I think it was a different group of Native Americans occupied the island again. And uh, they, they were forced off by federal marshals in June 1971. So they had it for a couple years. I don't think very many people were actually there. Well, I mean, <laughs> what it's literally like an island of rock. Like, yeah, I know. What functional living can you really do there? I'm sure they were just going after, like, the principle of the thing. Yeah. And in 1970, the lighthouse and four other buildings burned down. So while the Native Americans were occupying it, some of the buildings burned. I don't know if that was related or not. It didn't say. Mm-hmm. But. And then in 1972, Alcatraz became part of the new Golden Gate National Recreation Area and is now open to public tours. So go enjoy. See how miserable prisoners were in the 30s. Take pictures of ghosts. Oh, I have a bone to pick about those. A bone to pick? <laughs> about, about the pictures or the ghosts? Of the picture, the pictures, I mean the pictures of ghosts at Alcatraz. Are they all fake? Some of them are most definitely people, real people. Like, they look like people. They don't look like anything like Or are they just so fully manifested you can't tell the difference? Why would there be a picture, I mean, a ghost of a woman? Talking on her cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) It almost, it was, like, it was almost, like, it was, it was so generic and, like, I don't know. Also, what women, what women were there? Exactly. Like, there, I don't think there was that many women, if, if there was any at all. But maybe when the lighthouse was re- operational, the lighthouse keeper's wife. Mm-hmm. But why would she be in the prison? The lighthouse is a different building. Okay. So, anyway, on to the hauntings. One of the most active areas in the prison is a utility corridor where the, I, th- I want to say this is the first att- attempt at escape, where these inmates, Coy, Kretzer, and Hubbard, um, they were eventually sh- like cornered and shot in this corridor. They were the, I think, I want to say they were the first attempted escapes. Like, they somehow, one guy, like, climbed the guard tower and, like, knocked the guard out and, like, took his keys and, like, let everyone out. And, like, it was, like, a whole big riot and things. Yeah. And then they realized they couldn't get out of the prison (laughs) because a guard accidentally didn't put a key back he was supposed to in, like, the big, like, thing where they kept all the keys for all the doors. So he hid it. This guard had it hidden, like, this whole time. And they couldn't get... They, oh, none of the prisoners could actually get out of the building. Whoops. So they were, like... Most of them just, like, went back to their cells and, like, okay, fun's over. But these these three were um, shot in this corridor. And that's... There's a lot of, like, sounds of stuff coming from there, like... 
a, ser a security guard reported hearing clanging sounds coming from inside this, like, inside this corridor one night from 1976. Yeah, security guard. That, that makes sense. I was like, wait, a security guard? But, like, different than a correctional officer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, cell block. I mean, cell, not block. Cell 14D. This is one of the whole cells is believed to be very active. Visitors and employees reported feeling raw coldness and have complained of sudden intense intensity encompassing the cell. I don't know exactly how that would be that would be feeling. I don't know if I've ever been in an area and then all of a sudden it feels very intense. intense. I feel like I would equate it to, like, anxiety. Maybe. I don't know. Tales have been told of this, this cell from the 40s where a prisoner was locked in and he kept on screaming throughout the night that a creature with glowing eyes was killing him. The next day, guards found this man strangled to death in mm. his cell. And, and it was locked from the inside. No, <laughs> no one ever claimed responsibility for the death. And then the next day, the guards were doing a head count. And they counted one too many prisoners. I was going to say, was there an extra person? And some of the guards claimed seeing the dead convict in line, at the end of the line, in the <gasps> lineup with the rest of the prisoners. And it was only for a section, and then he vanished. Oh. Another thing that happened was Warden Johnson was showing a group of guests around the prison. And his group heard someone sobbing from inside the prison walls. And then a cold wind whisked past the group. And Johnson could never explain a reason <laughs> For this occurrence. Wait, so inside the walls, like inside the wall, or they were outside and they heard it coming from the inside? It, I didn't explain. It's just, it just says inside the walls. And it just said inside the wall, walls. And I, I assumed that they were being shown through the prison. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But those walls, I presume, would be solid. Solid stone yeah i i think Interesting. so and um visitors in cell blocks a and b claim that they hear crying and moaning um a visiting psychic wrote that while in cell block c he encountered a disruptive spirit named the butcher prison records show that another inmate in block c A.B. Moldowitz, a mob hitman known as the Butcher. Um, I could not find a person with this real name. I googled that <laughs> name. It does not exist. I do not see how that... I don't know who got this prison record that shows this person's name, but I would assume I could have found it because I found a whole bunch of stuff on Alcatraz. 
if he was there, I think I would have found his name. There was no one named that at Alcatraz. So, uh, and some people say the ghost of Al Capone haunts Alcatraz. Al Capone uh, spent his last years, well, his, his last years at Alcatraz. His health was declining due to syphilis. Oh, no, you poor thing. Yes, and he took up playing the banjo while he was at the prison. <laughs> the banjo. And um, so he feared that, like, he would would get, like, ganged up on because he was, like, failing playing health. Playing the banjo? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, his failing health. So, like, he was allowed to play the banjo in the shower rooms. <laughs> I'm just picturing it. I know. That just this just seems weird. That just seems weird. Well, I mean, I guess if you heard banjo music coming from the showers, it'd keep you away, right? I don't know. But um, he did not die in Alcatraz. He was released and moved to Florida after his gang broke up, and he died in Florida of syphilis. So I don't know why he would hang around Alcatraz if he died in Florida. Well, that doesn't mean, I mean, he could still, if he's connected, if there was enough negative emotion connected to it, he could still, I mean, there's reports of the same spirits haunting multiple locations that they didn't necessarily die there. I know. It just, that just seems a little far fetched to me. Cause I mean, he was in there for like tax evasion how and he was pay, playing the banjo in the shower like we all know that al capone was a violent mobster yeah that killed a lot of people but alcatraz for tax evasion like if that's the charge on record that seems really extreme i i he wasn't always in Alcatraz, and I can't remember why he got moved to Alcatraz. It's it said somewhere oh. when I read through it. Um, was he incorrigible? <laughs> um, let me see if I breaking all the laws, starting riots. Yeah, I didn't write it down. I didn't write it down why he was moved from his other prison, but I think it was like just. Oh, I think it was to keep him away from being able to contact other people in his gang or something, maybe. I think that was it, possibly. <laughs> you keep calling it a gang. It's Al Capone. It's not a gang. It's the mob. The mob, whatever. <laughs> but it said when his gang broke up. Uh. So that's why I was calling it a gang. Anyway. In recent years, park rangers claim to hear banjo music coming from the shower rooms. That's funny. Uh, not familiar with the history of Alcatraz, the ranger could not find a reason why the sound, for the sound, documented the strange event. So he didn't know, I guess he didn't know Al Capone used to play the banjo in the shower. <laughs> but he a, heard it anyway. Uh, I guess so. I mean... If Al Capone could play his banjo in the shower, maybe some other guys could too. I don't know. As they got shivved in the kidney. And they're like playing out there. Like, no, but wait, I'm almost done. Play out their last banjo notes as they bleed out on the floor. 
Okay, so um, other odd experiences are guards smelling smoke, but no fire was to be found. But you did explain something about that in a previous episode, that like things that have a lot of that smoke smell, like oh, yeah, on well, warm days, smell, yeah. like get released. And of course there was a fire on the island, mm-hmm. so... That could explain the smoke smell. Yeah. Perfumes, like in any kind of smell that, that's around often enough can be absorbed into fabrics or woods. Yeah. Um, there's also sounds of unexplained crying and moaning, unexplained cold spots in areas of the prison, and claims of seeing prisoners or military personnel. Like figure like um shadowy figures or transparent figures of these people and um one a night one night a watchman heard sounds of what sounded like men running coming from an upper tier thinking that some people had some intruders were in the prison he um investigated sounds but found nothing and a, no- a number of guards who served between 1946 and 1963 experienced strange happenings. Um, there's uh, Apparently there's some caverns underneath the building. So there's experiences under there as well as in the actual prison itself. Sobbing and moaning, of course. Unexplainable smells, cold spots, spectral apparitions... And guests and families who have lived on the island claimed to occasionally see ghostly forms of prisoners and phantom soldiers. Phantom gunshots were known to send seasoned guards cringing on the ground in belief that the prisoners had escaped and obtained weapons. And there was never any explanation for the gunshot sounds. Well, I gotta figure, it was probably quiet and like really echoey if somebody dropped something mm. like down another corridor yeah hard enough especially if it's like dead quiet you know i could see how like you get startled and think yeah. your brain equates it to like the closest noise that it can like remember yeah like i could see that and um the last thing is um a laundry room would fill with the smell of smoke, even though nothing was burning. And it said they would send the guards running. I don't know why the guards would run away from a room filling with the smell of smoke. Just the smell. Like, it would be different if they would see smoke. But later they'd go back and the air was clear. Hmm. And that's just about all of it. Maybe they were hiding, like, explosives or something in the laundry room. So they, if they think that something's on fire, it's going to ignite them. So they ran away. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what guards do. They work inside for a reason, right? (laughs) I'm not biased. I I don't have an opinion. So that's Alcatraz. So, okay. The one escape that I was thinking of that I saw on 
some show <laughs> but i'm not entirely sure of um they said or did i read it oh my god i don't know i think i was watching it but um they talked about the three guys on the raft uh-huh. that they didn't talk about how, that they made the raft out of ring gear but oh, yeah that like because they they got away right or they're missing they're yeah they they were never found they so. got away yeah. That was I think it was the drained show because then they were trying to calculate like where they would have gone, like where the current yeah, would have taken the cur- them. Yeah, the current and the drift and stuff. Yeah. Um but they talked about another guy who they caught, but he swam when you were talking about the girl swimming it. Yeah. Because he swam and he made it to shore. Mm-hmm. But they said that he was so exhausted when he made it to shore, he just collapsed and like laid down until somebody came to like get him. <laughs> so so he couldn't run anymore. He just like fell asleep. Yeah. He just like he just was like that's it. I'm done and gave up and just waited for them to come get him. Yeah, so I guess maybe he might have been one of those ones that were that were on um maybe some bread and water for a while. Yeah. And he's maybe. like I can't take this anymore. I got to go. It's not worth it. Not- I feel like you get to shore like <laughs> I know. You made it that far. Like, go a few feet further. Go hide in, like, a, like, a shop a or something. Sand. I don't know. Yeah. Cover yourself. <laughs> Get some seaweed. Put it over you. <laughs> oh, well, then they'll just bring the dogs out. <laughs> That's not... But, I mean, like, get to town at least. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how far civilization was from the shore back then. Yeah, that's true. Couldn't be that far. No. Well, I mean, you're talking 30s and 40s? Like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the West Coast. You don't do West Coast science? No, I don't do West Coast science. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Molly does West Coast science. She lived in San Francisco for a while. Ah. Could ask her. Molly, if you're listening. She's not listening. (laughs) Molly! Tell us how far from shore everything is. (laughs) In everything, yeah, just everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> the the nearest quickie mart. <laughs> quickie mart. That's in Oregon. Oh, that's a real thing. <laughs> no, Springfield. The Simpsons Springfield is in Oregon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they finally confirmed finally. it. After how many years? He's so handsome sitting there. They, I remember, like, before they confirmed it, like, years before they confirmed it, mm-hmm. and they were, like, it was, like, becoming the big thing of, which Springfield are they in? Yeah. And, um, and I remember, re- I mean, this was, like, the 90s still, so it must have been, I don't know where I would have read this, but they were, like, trying to, like, scientifically figure it out. Uh-huh, Like, yeah. map science figure it out, and they were, like, well, they're <laughs> near an ocean, so it's, yeah. it could be... Massachusetts, it could be Oregon, it could be, I think Maine might have been in there. Possibly. And, um, and then they were like, it snows, and, you know, they were doing it, so they came yeah. up with options. Um, and then I remember there was this one episode where they were, like, teasing it for a little while, like, mm-hmm. like dangling little hints. Yeah. And um, Marge was on the phone with somebody. She was leaving a message. She needed, I forget what it was, she needed something sent to her. I don't remember what it was. But she's on the phone and she's like, please send it to. And then she's given the, I forgot, the, whatever, Evergreen Terrace, mm-hmm. Springfield. Oh, hiya, Marge. 
because <laughs> like, then Marge walked in, but she's like, Springfield, Ohio. So it's like, okay, does it start with an O? Because I'm like, well, it sounds like Ohio, but then she's like, Ohio. So it's like, oh, hi. <laughs> or was it really a state that starts with an O? And then it ended up like, I think somewhat recently, like definitely not in the 90s, like mm-hmm. maybe a few years ago, they confirmed it was Oregon. Wow. So that was a tangent. Weird tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with anything. Nope. West Coast science. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's really short. It is. I had a lot of trouble finding specific stories. Okay. I feel like I have this problem a lot. Like, I find, like, a lot of generalized stuff. Yeah. Like, people report orbs in their photos. Like, okay, show me some fucking photos. I know. Or... People have heard footsteps. Can I get a story about footsteps? Like, little Johnny was on a tour, and he heard footsteps around the corner, and there was nobody there. Like, give me something. I'll make some stuff up. Not kidding. I won't. But <laughs> I should, probably. I'm, I'm sure I could come up with something that has happened to somebody. <laughs> uh, so, I did. It's not a surprise. <laughs> not a surprise (laughs) eastern state penitentiary outside of philadelphia pennsylvania um i toured this oh you did i did you know that stop with your fake surprise oh that's right i don't remember how long ago a while maybe like 2010 okay yeah so it's not in my forememory it's in my back memory didn't i give you i thought i gave you a magnet no no thought i gave you a magnet from them matter of fact i just remembered a story that they told us on the tour that i didn't see anywhere in anything that i looked up proprietary information that makes me well it was really cute and i can't remember the whole story but it was like somebody had a dog oh it was a black lab it was really cute and i can't remember the whole story behind it oh no anyway (laughs) maybe i'll google it while i'm talking um, Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, no, I can't Google it while I'm talking. My internet's down. Frontier. Don't Shame. give me full service Shame Wi-Fi bars. It's full of lies. It smells like beef and cheese. Five points to anybody who gets that reference. Angie will get it. I know that. Angie from Evansville, Indiana. <laughs> um, yeah, so Eastern State Penitentiary This place, if you can't remember what it looks like off the top of your head, you should Google a picture of it. Maybe I'll post one. Um, It looks like a fucking castle. And it's so funny pulling up to it because it's like in the middle of a... It's not the middle of Philadelphia, but it's like the middle of like a city. Oh, it is? Yeah. So, (laughs) like, it's like right on the street. And it's so weird. Because we were driving down the street and I was expecting like a parking lot around it or something. And we were just driving down the street. And then all of a sudden there it was across at the next light. (laughs) <laughs> and there was like a bar across the street and wow. and some shops that's weird it was really weird but it looks like it it looks imposing like it looks like a big castle kind of like it's got all these like things that stick up and um it's really intimidating to look at um so eastern state opened in 1829 um it was originally built to hold 253 prisoners which is it doesn't sound like a lot, especially if you've seen how absolutely massive this place is. Mm-hmm. Um, but similar to Alcatraz, like when you were talking about like all the like 
kind of like by today's standards definitely inhumane conditions that they were kept under i mean this place was like the pioneer of inhumane conditions um their whole thing was reform by because prior to eastern state opening they basically would take criminals and just throw them into holding pens together and mm-hmm. it was like a free, it was just the best, you know, free for all, like every man for himself type deal. Like yeah. you just stay there for your sentence. So with Eastern State, what the thinking behind it was, we're going to actually do something to reform these guys. Mm-hmm. So each inmate had his own cell. Yeah. That was teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, no light. I don't think that, well, 1829, there was no plumbing. Um, the, no windows. The only light came from, there was a skylight. Mm-hmm above each cell and they called that god's eye or god's light or something so and so they were given um like the basics like a bed food water and a bible Mm -hmm. and heat they had heat in their cells um and a bible so they were trying to like really beat into these guys like god's watching so that it was supposed to be like the light coming from the skylight was like god watching them Mm -hmm. and um they were so they were really going hard on like the solitary things. So like they didn't want any of the inmates to interact with each other, like as minimal human interaction as possible. Anytime they were to leave their cell, so like they could do like gardening and um like whatever else like outside. Mm-hmm. But whenever they were like taken anywhere within the prison, they also didn't want them to know the layout of the prison. Mm-hmm. They had to wear hoods. Oh. Yeah. Um like after so many years they put like eye holes in them so that they could see where they were walking but then you still couldn't see anybody else's face Uh and like so when they were wearing the hoods like the guards would just take them wherever they want and then um it didn't say it here but i believe if i'm remembering correctly from the tour they had special shoes Mm -hmm. that didn't give off like noise so that if there was another inmate passing like they wouldn't know that there was somebody else there that's crazy. Like Pat, so like their whole thing, like they would go like their whole sentence without seeing another person. Um, Not even the guard. They probably saw the guards like when they would come to like yeah, take them out. I don't think so. But like <laughs> that's, th- but yeah. there's like no interaction. Yeah. At all. That's crazy. Um, so by like the 20s or 30s, somewhere in that era, they uh, they kind of went away from that. Mm-hmm. Um. And instead, with well, actually, I think these cells were a little bit bigger than your cells because mm-hmm. I remember on the tour, like, and like the building now, it's like all falling apart. So like a lot of the cells, like you can look in, but they're all like some of the ceilings are caved in, and yeah. there's like a lot of rubble just like piled in. But um, you can still like they were decent sized, like they weren't. They definitely were not four and a half feet across. Like yeah. you definitely could lay down across the floor. Um. So for one part, I feel like for one person, it wasn't too, too bad. But when they went away from this like solitary way of refinement, uh-huh. um, they put in two or three prisoners into a cell, which the now same, the same cells, the same cells, which now you're you're a little overcrowded. Yeah. It's like basically stay on your bunk or. Yeah. Not a, not a lot of room to, to move around. Stand like dominoes. <laughs> um, but so now they don't have the solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. But they started instituting these really harsh punishments, which included 
a water bath um, where the inmate would be dunked into a bath of ice water and then hung from a wall for the night. Oh. Yeah. Um, And then they also had, um, oh, they tacked on a note. This was especially popular during the winter months. Of course it was. So winter in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm amazed they, or maybe they did it, didn't say. But I was about to say, I'm amazed more people didn't die from that. Like, when you freeze to death, you can't imagine, like, it's like a big stone behemoth. Like, there were heat in the cells, but. Probably not in the the Yeah, I wouldn't think, yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) think so. That would, like, counter the whole point, right? Um, there was also the mad chair where inmates were strapped so tightly to a chair it restricted any and all movement for days on end. Oh my goodness. So just sitting in a chair and not being able to move at all, like nothing, um, for days. Um, and then they would also implement periods of induced starvation. So I almost feel like I would prefer the solitary. (laughs) Yeah. I'll do my time on my own. That's fine. Yeah. I'll just read the Bible again. I'm okay being by myself. <laughs> yeah. I was all by myself. Um, I know you don't get it. It's Green Day. Okay. Um, uh, also throughout Eastern State. Um, Eastern State stayed open until I think 1971. It was abandoned. Um. Uh, so 1829 to 1971 during that time at least two guards were murdered um there was no number but it said many inmates were murdered but you can imagine it happens in prisons right they're all wanting to kill each other um hundreds of others died from disease or old age and the reports of the haunting started as early as the 1940s uh and Around that time, they had their most famous prisoner, Mr. L. Capone. Ah, so that's where he moved from. That's why I was kind of laughing when you were like, he was in there for tax evasion. I'm like, he was in my prison for weapons charges. Weapons charges? Yeah. Carrying a concealed weapon without a permit. Really? Yep. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that's why like... Because mine said that that was the only thing he was ever convicted of was tax evasion. I thought so, too. Apparently not. Cause like that's how they that's how they that's why they threw the book at him because it's how they got him yeah was the tax stuff so um, maybe he wasn't moved from yours maybe he was oh what what's that what's that one in like the middle of the country that's really like a popular prison like you hear all the time with like mobsters and stuff Leavenworth yeah I think so Kentucky maybe Fort Knox is in Kentucky that's not a prison though. <laughs> I think it's Leavenworth because Al Capone, I think Al Capone was there and the Birdman was there. And that's where the Birdman did his Birdman stuff. Birdman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it was Leavenworth. Kansas? Kansas? That might be right. I don't know. Uh, it could be. It was open in 1903. Yeah. So I think that's where, like, Al Capone was at first. Medium like, security, United States federal president. For male inmates located in northeast Kansas. Yeah. That sounds that sounds right. Open nineteen oh three. Still in business today. 
And we can say it's in business because prisons were privatized. Hmm. Which means they make a profit. Nice. Just like our medical system. Boo. Let's not get into politics, though. No, let's not. <laughs> I'll start throwing shit. My laptop will end up in pieces against the wall. <laughs> yeah, and we don't need this to be a 10-hour podcast. Well, or do we? <laughs> Part if, one if you, if you, of 373. <laughs> if you start throwing things, it might not be because the recorder there will might be go. There no, co- no podcast. Oh, shit. Where did I view off? Uh, Sorry. Da, da, da. Al Capone! Mr. Al Capone. Uh, weapons charges. Yeah, carrying a concealed weapon without a... Uh, a car- I think a carry license or something or carry permit. Um, shame, shame. So I mean, still relatively minor. Yeah. Never, you know, not an actual like violent crime. No. That's just a paperwork issue. Um. His. <laughs> I was reading the next sentence I wrote was his cell was, and I almost said his cell phone, and then I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. He had the hookup in prison, but I know he didn't get himself a cell phone. <laughs> no, not then. Um, his cell was on the tour. Oh. It was really cool to see, which I was disappointed there was no photos of it on the website. Like it, And they didn't really describe it super well. It just says it was by far the nicest, and he had paintings in a cabinet radio. This, like, this dude... <laughs> He's got connections. He That's had why he the, got sent to Alcatraz. He had the fucking hookup. He had like a fucking Oriental rug. <laughs> he had, I mean, he had like a comforter, like a quill, <laughs> like on his bed, like all cozy. He had paintings on the walls. Um, wow. He had the big cabinet radio was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a nice desk set up, typewriter. Yeah, he's a slick talker that he had the fucking hook i mean you know all the guards were fucking eating out of his hands like and i think i remember them saying something about that on the tour also was like he made friends with all i mean but i mean you get more flies with honey right so why wouldn't you yeah keep your enemies close what other what other cliches do i know (laughs) (laughs) keep your enemies close no keep your friends close keep your enemies closer that's what it was come closer uh, uh what did he do so he had the he absolutely had the hookup he had all these great things in his cell but he claimed that he was being haunted by the ghost of james clark who was a victim in the saint valentine's day massacre oh. in chicago um and he would reportedly wake up screaming every night and he'd be screaming out the name jimmy and then it was like he was begging somebody to just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Um, and then the guards would come and investigate. And, of course, there's nobody else there. Did, do you know what year he was in your prison? Uh, I could find out. <laughs> so I was just wondering, is was he starting to suffer from syphilis then? Because oh, does that make you hallucinate? I think so. I know it makes you go fucking batshit. Yeah. Okay, so he was on his way back to Chicago. He stopped in from Atlantic City. He stopped in Philadelphia um, in May 1929, was arrested for carrying a concealed unlicensed revolver. So 1929, and then I think they said he did like 18 months. Mm-hmm. 
So, and then when did he go to, uh, oh, Alcatraz wasn't even open yet. No, not yet. So, yeah, 34, but he, I, I think syphilis can be a long-running illness. So yeah. could have That's one of those silent ones. Yeah. Yeah, he could have already been. Or maybe he, he actually had, like, emotion and felt guilt over fucking massacring. Maybe. <laughs> how many people? Uh, really, though? I mean, wouldn't he have stopped eventually? <laughs> No, I found a picture of his cell also, and the desk that I was remembering it it's a it's a book it's one of those old fashioned like those tall bookcases with the glass doors, yeah, and then the fold down desk, mm-hmm. and then he's got like a wooden padded chair, and he's got oh I thought it looked like a Tiffany lamp, but it's not it's tassels, but this like yeah. fancy like tabletop lamp and then he's got a floor length he's got plants in there he's got an armchair <laughs> that motherfucker had a maid spoiled brat yes you ain't gonna learn your lesson well he died of syphilis so i mean i mean eventually maybe um yeah so that was al capone um and i think when ghost hunters did this one i think that they were looking to find the ghost of jimmy James, James hmm. Clark, because I read like a blurb that they were like, like the blurb on the episode was, they look for the ghost that haunted Al Capone. I don't remember that part. I don't remember that part either. I just remember the part with the shadow figure on the, the walkway, which is like one of the biggest things there. I was there during the day, so mm-hmm. I didn't see anything. I had no experiences there. There was no, like, I didn't feel anything, like, weird. I feel like one of our photos came out weird, mm-hmm. but I have no idea how to even begin looking for those photos. Yeah, They're I so know. old. Um, and I don't even remember if I took them, like, on my phone or with a camera. <laughs> so, like, if it was on my phone, it'd be easier to find. Yeah. But I feel like, I want to say it was, like, the... The visitors area, maybe like where visitors like come in to like see the inmates. There's like a uh-huh. little waiting room. I feel like in there maybe something came out weird, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what it was. It was like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I I had no experiences. But I the and the the part it's cell block twelve, which is where the that big shadow figure shows up. And Ghost Hunters, Taps is not the only one to have seen that. Like, that's, like, a really common sighting. Mm -hmm. But it's off limits. Like, it's not, like, on the, when you take the tour, like, you walk past it so you can see it. Yeah. You can see, like, down that corridor, and it looks so fucking creepy. (laughs) But um, you can't go down there, which sucks. Unless you're Taps, I guess. Well, is it, you said parts of it are falling down. Is it, like unsafe really or something that's probably what they say it looks <laughs> fine to me um they might be trying to like preserve it though so they don't want tours walking through it yeah um and i do remember i couldn't find this story anywhere either but um escape attempts so there was not many mm-hmm. um i seem to remember one story though well there was one guy Slick Willie. It's like he was a bank robber. He escaped three times. Which you would think that they would stop sending him back there. 
Maybe that was the best place near. I like. I don't know. Is that the most secure prison at the time? I don't. What time did? What time? Oh, I don't remember what year it was. What, what year did Slick Willie rob banks? I do remember <laughs> that when I think it was. I think it was his cell actually that they showed us that there was um like kind of like a la Shawshank Redemption. With, oh. Um, he dug out the wall oh, and really? hit it with like a poster. <laughs> I think it was him. Um, but I seem to remember another story where somebody tried to tunnel out uh-huh. and the tunnel came up too soon. Uh oh. So they were still within the walls. <laughs> they came up in the yard. <laughs> That's so bad. I don't remember if that was him or not, but. Uh, That's terrible. I thought that was funny. They went through all that trouble and then they probably got punished for trying to escape anyway. <laughs> Oh, that's definitely an attempted escape, for sure. <laughs> punished by your own stupidity, and then punished by the guards. But I feel like that was a, like a really old one, where like um, when they were still doing the solitary thing, so uh-huh. they didn't know the layout oh. of anything, and they were just going blind, and they just didn't go. Possibly. But I think it was like it was something really just like one of those things that makes you go, "Oh my god, you were so close!" Like even though like I'm not rooting for you to escape prison, but yeah oh my god because i think it was like within a few feet oh like if they if he had gone like another three or four feet he would have been outside the wall like he came up right in front of the wall oh my gosh that's terrible right how much does that suck (laughs) oh that's awful he had to kick himself so hard anyway uh we're at cell block 12 so cell block so this episode of ghost runners i think it was season two i saw um and it is online i think it i I don't think it was youtube it was like on another site but i'll post the link okay um i think it was well my sources that i've used for this were travelchannel.com sci-fi.com ghosthuntsusa.com and paranormalpapers.com and i'm gonna say it was one of the last two Mm -hmm. that it had the link on it but um you can absolutely go watch it, but this was one of my favorite moments was actually what for, happened at first was Brian, our good friend Brian, was, he makes me laugh. That's why I call him my good friend. I've never met him. Um, he was with a cameraman. Mm-hmm. It was just him and a cameraman. So you know the cameramen don't, they're just recording. Yeah. So they're up there and the cameraman sees the shadow. The Shadow Man. Uh-huh. And kind of freaks out. That's right. You remember, remember this? Now. But then Brian, instead of remaining calm and collected and professional, builds off of that, and then they're both freaking out on each other, and they run away. <laughs> oh, Brian. <laughs> oh, sweet Brian. <laughs> but then, I think it's like the next night or something, Jason and Grant went back and set up like the cameras and stuff and uh-huh. it like it's so fucking clear that figure that just starts walking yeah and it like it's just thinking about it i'm getting chills like oh my god it's so fucking creepy um and i guess that's a really common like multiple people have reported seeing that and then also along with that they they have um people have said that they see the figure and there's and they also experience like a sense of like malevolence and anger mm-hmm. coming from it um, 
And then afterwards, they feel, like, physically ill. Like, mm. they're going to throw up. Um, the other thing that is reported in Cell Block 12 is, like, quiet laughter mm-hmm. and, like, some whispering. So that, to me, almost sounds like inmates sharing a joke, like, mm-hmm. between their doors or something. Yeah. Um, Trying to keep it quiet because they're in solitary. Because they're not <laughs> supposed to be talking to each other. Yeah. They're breaking the rules. They're going to get an ice bath. Oh, no, that was after the... <laughs> that was when they could have the... It's just God's watching them, that's all. And then... So that's why this one's, like, really short, because the specific stories are really difficult to pin down. But um, just overall, you have your typical, like, um, visitors seeing, uh, like, shadows out of the corner of their eyes. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to look, they'll see it dart into, like, another cell. The, and then, well, of course, there's that's... nothing. The cell's empty. I mean, rats. I, I know, but, like, that's a little more specific than, you know, usually it's, like, you see a shadow out of the corner of your eye and you look and, then and it's nothing's just gone. there. But, but they, they no, look they and see they it, see like, go dark. into the... That's But it doesn't... I mean, I gotta think it's more, like, human-sized. I would think it so. It doesn't specify, they... but... If it's mentioned, I would think they, like, would mention something more than, like, a rat-sized thing. That would be weird. I mean... You, but it's how many? But how many people are like, oh, I. See. But it's like fishing stories, yeah. Right? Like, how much does your fish grow every time you tell the story? <laughs> kind of deal. Like, how many people want to just be like, yeah, I saw something. Yeah. Um, I'm not prone to exaggeration. <laughs> well, you're not, but I know that's most why. That's are. why I give like benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Nah, I'm just over here like, I'm going to take your shit apart. Yep, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The visitors have also seen, like, figures walking along corridors when there's no one else in the building. Nice. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, not visitors, volunteers. Because I'm like, but wait, but how do visitors know if there's no one else in the building? So volunteers. (laughs) So that would be like after closing when no one else is there. Yeah. And they're locking up like for the night. And then there's somebody walking towards them in the corridor. That's fun. That that makes much more sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's also, I kind of like this story. I wish there was more detail to it. I wish I could find like the story of, of how and when he was killed. But there's a guard tower and... Um, at night people have seen somebody up there like just standing like they're keeping watch and like he doesn't move mm-hmm. and they think that's one of the guards that was murdered in the line of duty uh-huh. and he just still comes to work nice. and just does his job someone um, has to watch those ghost inmates right someone's gonna keep them in line and then and then you've got like unexplained cold spots um people have taken pictures of orbs mm-hmm. um footsteps when there's nobody there and then um a really popular one is hearing sobbing from inside of closed cells mm-hmm. and then you go and open the door and there's nobody in there so they had solid doors on these cells yes okay And that's all I could get for Eastern State. The tour that I took really didn't talk about hauntings at all. Um, And somebody in our group asked, and the guide was all like, I've been doing this tour for three years, and I've never 
seen or heard or blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then they asked about, well, what about that Ghost Hunters episode? And he was just like, I don't know. I wasn't here for that. What Like, he just was. Yeah. Skeptic. Yeah. Like, a, like definitely not believing at all, but, mm-hmm. like, not really having, like, an explanation for anything either. Yeah. Like, one of those people that's just like, no, that's just not real. <laughs> okay, well, then how do you explain this? That didn't happen. <laughs> well, that's not an explanation. Because it did happen. Yeah. But give me an explanation for it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but, oh, and I found the story about the ghost dog. Yay, ghost um, dog. And then I almost forgot about it. <laughs> and now I can't find it. Oh, here it is. Okay, because I opened up like seven more tabs. <laughs> um, so Pep is the adorable little black lab. Ah, he's smiling at his mugshot. He's got a mugshot. <laughs> he has a mugshot and, a, and an inmate number. Aw. Um, this poor dog. So... Pep was, um, he was somebody's pet, because his name is Pep with a P, and then mm-hmm. he, and then it says the pet. <laughs> so, um, he, oh, he was the governor's pet dog. Okay. Um, Governor Pinchot, Pinchot, I'm pretty sure it's French, Pinchot, Pinka, I don't know, whatever. Government of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, so... The governor sentenced Pep to Eastern State for, for a life sentence because he killed the governor's wife's cat. Well, why would he send his poor little dog to the prison just because his wife's cat died, did? But the dog killed the cat. So the dog committed murder. <laughs> it's a life sentence. So he sentenced the dog to prison. But he's the governor. He's not a judge. <laughs> governor overrules a judge. You ever heard of a governor's pardon? Yeah, but... It works both ways, I guess. Apparently. I'm sure it was like... A joke? Like, ha- no. No, he lived But there. like half... Pu- yep. Like half publicity. Like, how are you... Honestly, how do you put a dog in prison? I don't know. There's no... The dog's not a person. The cat's not a person. There's no crime. The dog's not going to learn a lesson. I'm sure he was more like a mascot. And then he was just like, the dog killed her cat and she's upset. We're going to get rid of the dog. Like maybe like it was, was his gonna, dog and it was her cat. I was going to say, like, was was his wife really that mad at him that he had to get rid of that dog somehow? And his buddy runs the prison and he's going to take him or something? I don't know. Oh, um... Up until murdering his wife's cat, I guess he was a, a very um, bad-behaved dog. Oh. So. He had a string of bad luck. So his his record was against him. This was his third strike. Oh, poor Pep. Dug too many holes in the yard. <laughs> but no, I mean, it sounds like it was like, but like half that and then half publicity stunt. Yeah. Because like there's, you know. His wife had I, they took a mugshot of the dog. Like, come on. That's not for your <laughs> records. They took a mugshot of the dog and put it in the paper. Because that's adorable. <laughs> it kind of is. Poor Pep. Poor he Pep. He's just railroaded. One of his mugshots, he's he looks like your typical, like, his mouth is open, his tongue's hanging out. <laughs> like, But then there's another one where he looks like a fucking, like... 
his mouth is like his jaws like clenched shut mm-hmm. and he's staring straight ahead Ooh. like it's it's so funny you got a treat for me <laughs> no it's not he's like he looks like he's gonna murder somebody <laughs> oh bipolar dog but it doesn't give it doesn't give like a year for when this happened though but, i mean the photo is really old oh 20s sometime in the 1920s I wonder if he got a roommate or if he, if it was before and they were still doing solitary cells. I don't know. He probably lived with the warden. Yeah. Is my like real thought behind that, but. Yeah, the warden was the governor's buddy, right? (laughs) But look, this is the like mean looking one. (laughs) Is this one ear like. It's shadows. Oh. The shadows. Okay, this this looked weird. Oh, the story starts in the 1920s at Philadelphia's Eastern State Penitentiary, the largest and most expensive public building in history at the time of its construction. It was one of the first prisons. Blah blah blah. We know all this already. Um, <laughs> Pennsylvania Governor Gifford Pinchot, Pinchot, whatever Gifford, Governor Gifford. Wanted to help change the state of the U.S. prison system. He believed inmates could be reformed and solitary confinement was not the way. Enter Pep, the Pinchot's black lab who liked to chew cushions. That was his crime. He was a recidivist, recidivistic cushion chewer. Um, sentenced Pep, who was a relatively bad-behaved dog, to life in prison at Eastern State for murdering his wife's cat. This cutesy backstory. Oh, oh, he wasn't really a kitty killer. Why am I disappointed? <laughs> that should be a good thing. Was much more fun than simply saying Pinchot was donating a therapy dog. Oh. The prison played along with the colorful tale, too. Pep had his mugshot snapped with his inmate number C2559. Not a real inmate himself, Pep freely roamed around as the cutest morale booster in the cell block. Aww. Local newspapers took the backstory a little too seriously. Headlines painted it all as fact using to smear the Republican Pinchot a bit. But all's well that ends with a happy pup cheering up inmates and staff alike, right? Eastern State Penitentiary ceased operations in 1971. Historic site now welcomes tourists. The furry tale is one of many colorful stories within the large stone walls. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why that didn't come up on it. Well, I guess because there's no ghost dog. Dog ghost. That would be fun, though. Hear yeah. phantom barking. Would people even know it's phantom, though? You can hear dogs bark from... Inside, probably, well, yeah. yeah inside. Well, it's not like a neighborhood. So I wouldn't think there'd be a lot of people walking their dogs by. It's yeah. like a... It's a commercial area. I would... I would be more impressed hearing... A phantom dog bark than phantom footsteps. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Because also that plate, like, and if they're seeing the volunteers, like, they're the only ones in the building. But honestly, that place is so huge. There could easily be, like, a maintenance worker or something that you don't know about. I can see that. 
So that's all I got for Eastern State. Yay! Yay! Prisons. Huh? Don't join one. Prisons. Oh, don't prisons. Join. Don't join one. Don't join one. <laughs> don't go to prison. No. Don't. It is not like a hotel. Don't break the law. Isn't it like summer camp? That's what it looks like on Orange is the New Black. It looks like glorified summer camp. If someone cooks my meals for me, I can go play in the yard. <laughs> I don't know. I like haven't five again. <laughs> I haven't watched that show since like season two, so I I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. I've not watched it at all. Um, it's all right. I was on it. Yeah. In the background. What inmate in bed or something like that? Is I that... wish I had a bed. No, that was a different. That was Nurse Jackie when I was in right in the hospital bed. Yeah. That was a that was a fun easy day. I was laid in bed all day. It was great. <laughs> uh, no, they had usually I was in the cafeteria, and they wanted us to really eat the food. Oh, but it was cold. Like they'd bring us like chicken nuggets, uh-huh. but they were like cold. Mm. Like they'd been cooked, but it was like they cooked them and then put them in the fridge. Uh. Like I'm not eating that. And then they'd bring like oh. The best was when they'd, there'd be, like, a pudding on the tray. Mm-hmm. But then there's, like, a balled-up tissue on top of the pudding. Like, why can't I eat the... You opened it. Uh, why can't I eat that? Let me eat the pudding. You want me to eat the, like, three-day-old carrot and pea shit from a can? Yeah. But... Yummy. Their, their lunches were really good, though. So... Made up. I would say they had the they had the best crafty. <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't that where you got your Lyme disease from? Oh my god, yes! <laughs> That's why I stopped doing it. I was just like that just clicked in my head. I was like, wait, weren't you saying you were sitting oh, out in the yard? Oh, no, I forgot. Yes, we were doing a scene in the prison yard. And quick tangent, guys. <laughs> I might cut this out. I don't know. Maybe I'll leave it because it's fun. It's a fun anecdote. Um. Always check your body for ticks. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't even there's the the best thing about Orange is the New Black is they filmed at Kaufman Studios, which was literally a ten minute walk from my apartment. And they mm-hmm. never wanted us to do our hair and makeup before we got there. And wardrobe they had our wardrobe because it's prison uniforms. Yeah. So the those were always the easiest days because I literally, like, the call time would always be, like, something ridiculous, like, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and I literally could just roll out of bed and not even put, like, clothes on if I didn't want to and mm-hmm. just walk down the street in my pajamas <laughs> and I'm ready to go, show up and go straight to Crafty and get my coffee and then go check in. Um, but they, so this one day, I think I'd only, I think this was only my second time going up there. But they have a second location up in, I think, Rockland County. And it it used to be like a, a, I think, a children's, like, psych hospital. Really? Or so, But it was set up like a, like, um, not a, I don't want to say it was like a prison because the thought of children in prison is terrible. Yeah. But it was, it was a secure facility. Yeah. And, um, like, when you go inside, it almost looks like a, a school. Like, there's, like, classrooms and... Yeah. Like there's like there's still some of the walls have like they had the kids like paint on the walls and they mm-hmm. still have 
them there. It's weird. It's really weird. But um, so that's where they do the, like the outside stuff. And uh-huh. and I think some of the some of the inside stuff, like the hall, some of the hallway stuff, like. So this was my second time going up there because before this I had done. I was really visible in a hallway scene, uh-huh. like I'm walking down the hallway and that was up there. But so we did, it was summer, it was warm, we were outside, and I didn't even think about this because we're technically up in the woods, uh-huh. but it's like this big open yard, and the the grass is mowed pretty short. Yeah. Um. So, and then I was up and walking around most of the day, and then, like, at one point they put us on a break, and it was pretty warm, so a bunch of us were going and sitting in the shade under a tree. Uh-huh. And... I guess my undershirt, because you have the prison, you, the the tan shirt, they look like scrubs. Yeah. But then they, they give you like a, like a Hanes t-shirt to wear underneath also. Yeah. And I usually keep it tucked in, but I guess it must have come untucked. Or maybe this fucker crawled up my leg. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but that ha- it had to, that was the only time that I was like in close enough contact with the ground. Yeah. That something could have crawled up. So fast forward like three days. And... Like, I'd showered in between and everything. Like, I'm not that uh-huh. disgusting. But I didn't notice this until, like, the third day that I, I forget why. I think I had, like, I went to After scratch. It gorged itself and got big? Yeah. I went to scratch my back and I felt it. Ugh. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then I feel its little feet squirm. Oh! And I was like, oh, what the fuck? There's a bug on me. So I went to pull it and I couldn't get it. So I pulled off my shirt and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm pulling on it, and I see, like, all the skin of my back go with it. Oh. And I freaked out. And, like, I know better. Like, I grew up in Girl Scouts. I grew up camping in the woods. Like, I know uh-huh. better. I panicked. And I yanked it. Oh. So I got half of it. Yeah. And then um, then I was freaking out. Because it was, like, dead center in my back. Yeah. Like, there's no way without touching it that I would have found it. Yeah. And um. so... I, yeah, I was freaking out and I grabbed up like alcohol and tweezers and went over to the boy's house and was like, can you dig the shit out of my back, please? And, um, yeah, for the longest time there was a bump. Maybe that was instead of, cause I never got the rash, mm-hmm. but for a really, really long time, there was a red bump there. I mean, like exceedingly long, like longer than it would have taken to heal. Like it was healed over and there was still like this red bump. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then um, was it? it was like a year later I started showing symptoms and went to the hospital. I was like, I'm dying. Wow. And they were like, no, you're not. It's just Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> and that has changed the rest of your life. Yeah. It's all right. I do all right. <laughs> I'm living. I'm living. Lyme yeah, disease so sucks. It really fucking does. Don't get it. Check your body for ticks. Yes. Um, and oh, just another reason to don't go to to don't go to not go to prison. Yeah, because I was pretending to be in a prison, <laughs> kind of. So, yeah, don't go to prison. Obey the law. Stay out of the woods. <laughs> Stay away from ticks. Yeah. So that's my story. That was fun. We're I think we're where are we up to like five hours now? What else do we want to tack on here? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> this is a long one. 
That's all right. That's all right. I think people can be cut out. (laughs) People have been complaining, not to me, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure amongst themselves or maybe just within their own minds that our podcasts are actually too short. So I know this for a fact. Okay. So that's good. (laughs) I'm sure this will assuage all of their internal complaints. Oh, do we need to put a warning in in the little blurb? (laughs) Hold on to your seats. Take a pee break halfway through. Maybe we should. I needed a pee break halfway through. Maybe we should. uh, We should cut this one in half and just be like part one and part two. (laughs) Part one Alcatraz and a whole bunch of nonsense. Part two Eastern State and a whole bunch of nonsense and Lyme disease. Lyme disease. Some PSAs and some, uh, yeah, that's a, that could be a PSA too so about Lyme disease. The, our takeaways from this episode are don't drive like an asshole, <laughs> don't go to prison, don't get Lyme disease. Yes. Th- that's Those are our lessons for today. Yep. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey, life science. Is that when you do? Life science? <laughs> Um, like my own life, like or like the meaning of life. No, not the meaning of life. Oh, because that life. one I know. Oh, you know the meaning of life. It's forty-two. Oh, well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's just math. That's not science. <laughs> Isn't? But math is science. The mathematical sciences. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, let's wrap let's this up. Let's wrap it up. Um, check out our Instagram, um, my fave haunting, the same on Twitter, myfavorithaunting.com. Um, search for us on SoundCloud if you want, my favorite haunting. Um, and you can email us, myfavorithaunting at gmail.com. Yay. Did I get it all? Holy shit. I think so. Wow. See you next time. Look at us go. Look at look at us goes. What am I saying? Look at me go. Look at you. Look at you, ghost. Look at me. Look at me. No. Look at me, ghost. I said, look at me go, but we can say, look at me, ghost. I think we need to be done. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>